Out of all the places. What does that even mean? Hunter and Octane, it's E85. It's like race gas. It is race gas. It's not like race gas. Yeah, well, what's the difference? <laughs> it's, it's, I, I realize I need to start stop saying it's like this. It's, that's so, uh, I don't I, It just. What is it like? Hmm? What's that like? <laughs> it, it's so it's like it's, it's so bish. saying it's like is like it's so bish. It's bish. It's bish. It's bishish. Are your Are lights you, turning wait. dimmer on that board? No, it's just brighter in the room. Oh, bars. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of wow. All right. Wait, wait, wait. So it. what do you? What is the difference between this and race gas? Like, what's the difference between what makes it? Racing gas, uh, or like racing gas. The it's much hot. I don't actually. I don't even. I don't even know how to explain it properly. So all right, well, that's, that's fine. Maybe I should look it up. Nah, it's all right. It's not or not. It's not like a pressing thing. I was I gonna need to answer, know, I guess. and then I was like, you know what? I should really break the habit of just saying things when I think yeah, I know I think it. Maybe okay. Yeah. it's okay to yeah. To just I not. struggle with that. I struggle with well, not, I mean, I think not part of that could, know. part of that could come down to the fact that I always ask you everything, yeah, expecting an answer in return, yeah. and, and I, I ask and you I like you should. I ask I, you like you should have the answer too. I'm not even just saying, hey, Robert, do you know about this? And I just ask you like, why wouldn't he know this? Because yeah. that's the thing I want to know. So. You're the source I go to. I don't know if that's the most reliable. Yeah, you probably <laughs> caused some issues. I, I probably have uh, in a few ways, in but at least two. At least two of them. Like at least like two of them or like something. Two of like them. two or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Your boy. Your boy got. I don't know. Your boy got what? Your boy got AIDS. Actually. Really? Yeah. How'd you manage to pull that one? So I uh, I put a offer on a house yesterday. And in return, you got AIDS. <laughs> yeah, I was not wow, expecting. That was not what, you, but I mean, it, we are getting fucked. So, do you feel like it, that that coming out the other side of this, you realize that maybe AIDS is what you wanted all along? Do you feel appreciative of the AIDS that I you've think, received instead of a house? I think I feel appreciative of the AIDS because I have uh, Stockholm syndrome. Really? So, and what is that? How do those things? <laughs> You know, when you, you know, when you're like abused and then you end up loving your, your captor or whatnot, that's why. And I'm pretty sure I I said the wrong term. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It does not. Tristan, look that up. It doesn't fucking matter because we all got the point. I see. So what you're saying is, is that you've, you have a bond now with AIDS, the disease, because of the abuse that you've gone through with AIDS. Yeah. So you've started to grow into love AIDS. Oh, I, I would die for AIDS. That's, <laughs> really, you probably will. Mars. <laughs> Actually, that's, you got that perfectly that's right, Robert. probably the inevitable. Oh, he's oh, on fire with it Kobe. today. Kobe. Oh, not of AIDS. The other basketball player. But Kobe was on fire as well. Oh, there you go. So, sorry, there you go. That was, you know, yeah, I, I get just, the... I got four least, steps yeah. down. Yeah, I know. Take <laughs> a left, left. Take a left, and then you'll find the, to the punchline to that joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if we? What if we gave directions by steps? <laughs> what if we gave directions to punchlines? Uh, Wait, by steps, like counting it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's about three hundred and twenty-seven steps. Uh, See, that's something you would do north. because you like to say, "I'll be like, how long do you think it'll be until this happens?" Ah, four hundred thirty-eight months. <laughs> 
probably 438 months. I'm, I'm not give or take, obviously, a month or two. I'm like, could we round that to years or something? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. So I could see you just genuinely giving out information in steps. Robert, just do the math every time because it's 2,000 steps per mile. So just every time you're going to say miles, do it's the 2,000 steps. Oh. So... But then here's the thing. If someone imagine someone asks you, "Hey, can I get the directions to your house?" You're like, yeah, just start walking north. <laughs> go, yeah, go north for about five thousand uh, paces. Make a left. <laughs> do ten thou that way. Make a right mm. at the Chevron, and then, I mean, the look on people's faces if you just assume that they were walking to your house. <laughs> Why did you? I'm driving. Yeah, I, I know. That's like the that's like, a, that's like as the crow way. as the yeah. crow flies, which is just like a straight line yeah. from a point A to point B. But, but it's like, just like who is? Fuck? Could you imagine driving somewhere as the crow flies, like going straight in the direction, no matter what wow. steps in your way? Yeah. You're blasting through people's kitchens, <laughs> take out into someone's foyer, <laughs> plow through their <laughs> above ground pool. <laughs> you crush Timmy's crib. All, Timmy to, in it. all to get to a Denny's quicker. <laughs> Who goes to Denny's? That's People my... that go places I as the see, crow flies. See, that's how. That's who goes I to Denny's. I could see Tim Dillon coked out in a Denny's. Oh damn! I could see Tim Dillon coked yeah. out in a Denny's. Big shouts to Tim Dillon. Timmy D is I Timmy like to, D is like in the Denny's. Him. Timmy Denny's. Yeah. I, are Denny's even a thing still? Yeah. Like who is going to Denny's? What meth head is at Denny's? And I think you just answered your own question. But there's got to be families in a Denny's. I know I've seen families in a Denny's. I actually can't remember the last time I saw a Denny's other than I mean I know I've seen them in Tacoma. Now what's worse, Denny's or Sherry's? Oh gosh. Ours. You know, I would say this. Sherry's is a better environment to consume worse food product. Yeah. Denny's has a better product and a worse environment to yeah. eat it at. Really? It's like it's like eating McDonald's in a mansion opposed to eating like a five star I mean not saying a Denny's is five star, but like five star food in a crack den. It's mm. like you've ordered in DoorDash to your crack den and you mm. just happen to splurge on the surf and turf that weekend because you just had scrounged together enough money from selling copper and such. And so now you're able to do that, but at, but at the same time, you can't fully enjoy the good food because all around you is just despair and helplessness mm -hmm. at every turn you go. And that's kind of what Denny's feels like to me, where it's like, this pancake is kind of fire, but that dude just OD'd in the booth next to me, and I can't feel comfortable. It, like, the comfortableness... Now I have to stop and hit it with Narcan. Yeah, in the middle of my... I'm, I'm, I'm mid-pouring syrup. You know, you don't want to stop mid-syrup yeah. pour, because you want an even spread across the whole cake. But the, now, I understand what you're saying. The only benefit to that is it allows you more time for the syrup to soak into the pancake as you go... Uh, you As know, you go revive, revive the dude that just revive my father. I see. I see. And, That's a good point. And then point. you come back and you just have this this moist, just syrup filled pancake. Pancake. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I mean that's a good point. I mean it gives you. Yeah, I'm just trying to be the optimist of the. No, world. no, hey, I like it. Mm -hmm. uh, but Prime. my only problem is with it is like I feel like I need a certain level of comfortableness to enjoy breakfast. I could eat dinner in a war zone. Really. But I can't eat breakfast. I need some amount of, like, it's supposed to be comforting food to people, I believe. And so mm. to just try to mm -hmm. eat an enjoyable breakfast, neck, like, it's just not the right dynamic for me. I need to feel safe. I don't feel safe in a Denny's. Yeah, I, that's that's fair. I don't... If, some if, of this, if you feel safe in a Denny's, you are the danger. Yeah. 
Oh, that's a <laughs> wow. bar too. Gosh, mm-hmm. if you feel safe in a Denny's, you're the predator, basically. You're the one that everyone's scared of if you feel comfortable in a Denny's. By the way, Denny's, stickiest booths of any restaurant yeah. chain I've ever been to. Who sits in a booth? I mean, booths are kind of nice. What's what's your optimal placing I, in a restaurant? I, if, if there's chairs or a booth, I always go for the chair. Oh, my goodness, really? Yeah. But the problem is for me is that chairs are never in the – I want to sit in the back corner so I can see everything and nothing can come up from behind me. I don't like sitting in a chair where people are walking up from behind me and right. walking around oh, well, me. Okay, if you're if you're so most situated, that, if you're get, if if the if you don't have a choice to you know sit sit in the corner with a chair, then I guess. Well, then what do you dislike about a booth? It's just like a cushier, lazy. It's poor. Uh, there's just a lot of question. There's probably body fluids on there. There's there's kids pick their nose and like stuff it in the crack. I mean, some don't you think all those same his things have crack. happened in the chair? No, not it's as so much. It's so much harder a booth, to do a booth, in a booth does, People yeah, can open. see. The booth, a guy has has licked his middle finger and stuck it down his wife's your, crack. Your right hand, your right side or left side, whatever's the inside side, no one's seeing what's going on yeah. on the side of you that's facing the wall. You can get away with any kind of shenanigans over there. Whether that's stuffing a booger or stuffing your wife, it's just you have the the enclosed feeling of safeness. But I, I that's why I like a booth is because mm. I like that privacy to the booth. But the thing is, is you have to go to a place that's higher enough clientele where there are booths so that you can sit in the booth and know I feel comfortable, but there hasn't been someone that felt comfortable enough to piss here, you know, or something like something wild <laughs> like true. that. And, and I have a question for you. What do you think? What type it, Explain to me the type of person that would be sitting in a chair or in a round table, mm-hmm. right? Others, others at this table and yeah. feeling up their partner chair length away in chairs exposed to the, to the rest, to the I restaurant. Mean, yeah. That, to I the mean, world, that, really. that wouldn't really, I what mean, you would, of, you would have to have a tablecloth and she would have to be wearing no, a dress or no a skirt, cloth. Mm-hmm. but most places don't have a tablecloth. So yeah, I mean, chair, Doing that kind of shenanigan, tomfoolery, I don't think it would work well in a chaired table. I think that you but need it a booth. Does. does it? You well, know I mean, why? it ups the excitement a little bit, maybe. Sure does. But the booth part of it, though, is the same amount of excitement. You're sitting right across from these people, and you just, mm. you can keep, the table's so close to you, too. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So you, so do you feel, how do you feel when we're put in a booth whenever you and I happen to go out to eat? On occasion, uh, like I have feel to feel gross. Do, do you feel like you need to take a shower? I, I feel like I have to do things I would never want to do to to get through this experience to survive to get to my freedom. Really, to get yeah. to your freedom. I feel so like do you I, feel I'm like have the... to do deplorable, immoral acts just to just to make it out. And so you feel like your freedom is stripped away from you as soon as you're inside of I'm a lo- booth. I'm locked eating. in. You're stuck in this little. I would. Dirty I would hole. compare it to being captured by ISIS and <laughs> I would tortured. Like this seems like like a really bad hookup. Mm. You're stuck in this nasty, dirty, confined place. I'll just yeah. do whatever I can to get through this back out to freedom. Once you start it, mm. you realize oh, that this is kind of there's nothing worse than, gross. than, than realizing you just came back <laughs> out and you're just like. Ugh. Like, uh, I need to go shower. That was a, that was a well, bad that's, experience. I mean, that's a shower. People who don't shower after, you know, what do you? What's wrong with you? After uh, what? Booth eating or 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 uh, bo- the other? The uh, horizontal mamba. Horizontal mamba. Do you think in general? Yeah. In general, have you not? Well, I guess you've never really been in a relationship with someone you were sleeping with. So. 
But yeah, to go hook up with someone and then to just not shower after That's if you disgusting. don't know them. Yeah. What's wrong with you? I don't know. I don't know. I've mm. never done that. I've never. Re- I've also never just. The had Lord a is stand. not on your side. That's he all. He is say. not, and he, maybe he would have disagreed with a few other steps <laughs> in that process of the night. But now he, but he's he turned really, his back. really doesn't agree with you there. He's, he's, he's like, you're turned not gonna, away. Not going to wash yourself with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, IHOP isn't great. IHOP isn't like the safest environment either. I mean, being the other com- yeah. competitor to Denny's, what place is like a good, clean, safe breakfast place? I mean, what breakfast place doesn't attract people? Like, you serve breakfast all day, you're going to have drug addicts I was going to say, people who go... Breakfast all day brings drug addicts. Breakfast mm-hmm. only in the morning at a certain time, that allows the, the separation between the of functional that, society. That brings in at least reasonable clientele is old school donut shops. Like mm. a donut nook. A donut nook. Is that a brand or is the, if you just described a, just, a type of donut shop as a donut nook? Oh my goodness. I want to open up a donut shop called the Donut Nook. Mm. Yeah, Donut Nook. Wow, that's a beautiful way of phrasing it, Robert. You really got the words on your side <laughs> you, today. You told me to come. You came correct. <laughs> You're coming correct verbally. The verbiage is it, high and tight. Because, you know I'll why? tell you that. I switched from from caffeinated beverages to a to a quick hit of kombucha. Quick hit of kombucha some, helps jumpstart the system. Helps jump to start the system. Big I really time. think I need to drink water, hydrate a little more than uh, you have. Energy drinks just. just I've really. been drinking a lot of Monster on the job, and I'll see myself where I'll just drink Monster the whole day at work and not a lot of water. And dude, you it know just what's messes bad up your is when stomach. You piss, and then you can like smell it, and you're just like, <coughs> yes. I've been having a, a a lot like when I've only drank energy drinks. And you get that weird, it'll change. I remember one time I was drinking a kombucha. This is a, I was working on my last job and I had to pee. And I was stuck at a storage unit that had no bathroom. And I happened to have a, a bottle on me. So I shut the storage unit and, oh. I, and I pissed in the bottle. I've yeah. done it many a times in these storage units because you're just kind of, sometimes stuck there with no bathroom around you. What are you going to do? Absolutely. And so I did it and I, the smell kind of resonated. And I was like, I was like, what is that? And I kind of put my nose, I was uh. like, I was like, I, I feel it was familiar. That was the, the weird insults. part. That was the weird part is the smell was familiar to me. And I was like, what on earth? Where have I smelled this? And so I'm working and I kept like thinking about the smell. And then I went to my car, opened my kombucha to go take a drink. And I smelled it and it smelled exactly the same. Like it different because it wasn't piss. It was kombucha. Right. But oh. it was. I was like, that's the smell. I was like, I'm so dehydrated that I drank this kombucha. My body just immediately purged it because it just needed liquid. That now my pee smells exactly like the kombucha I just drank. And that is when I know that I'm dehydrated. You think someone pissed in your kombucha? Well, I could have, but it would have had to be my own piss. Because it was my piss that I smell. It was like I just found piss. And I was like, this kind of smells like my beverage. You've done some things. I've done some things, you know. I get mixy out in the streets. It's questionable. Questionable activity. I got loose morals. From time to time, in certain circumstances, you know. That is fair. Your boy likes to play by any rules necessary. You know how it goes. He likes to play mm-hmm. outside the box. Outside the box. I'm, I'm an outside the box kind of yeah. guy, thinker. I want to be, we need to do some kind of brand thing. We need to become like marketers. Mm. Outside the box thinking, big picture, big ideas. That's kind of what our, what we're good at, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got probably some of the, the biggest <laughs> ideas around, I would say. <laughs> How do you measure the size of an idea? What determines a bigger idea from a smaller idea? The influence it has? The topic that you're talking you're thinking about? I think the in, I think you hit it in the, the influence mm-hmm. it yeah. has that determines whether it's a big idea or not. Yeah. 
So are there things that sound like small ideas at the beginning but turn out to be big ideas? Absolutely. Huh. Mm-hmm. Please don't ask me what they are. Yeah, I was going to, but then I, d- I can't so think well, of anything. I've got an idea. Oh, and I'm like, I um, fucking know, dude. Hey, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Red Bull, instead of uh, when they first started, instead of putting out ads because that cost so much money. In it, I know. Yeah. No, they had. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> and that was a big idea. <laughs> they they just took a bunch of empty cans and threw them in trash cans around public areas so then people would see the cans and be like, oh, a lot of people are drinking this, and then they'd go buy it. And that's Bars? how they that started it. That is a it. genius wow. idea. See, that's outside the box, big idea. Thinking. That's outside that's, the can. That it'll actually literally, literally inside the can. Two cans in a can. I think the Matrix collapsed. Yeah, at that point. is the simulation over? Or it Are we all free? Are we all able to walk around and make our own we're decisions not, we're now? Not, we're no, we're not. Okay, free. okay. Was that idea programmed into our brains? Yeah, yeah. And we were programmed to think it was a good idea. I thought, I know, I thought we were onto something, and now my hopes are dashed. What are some things that would make a lot more sense if we were in a matrixy programmed game reality? People, yeah, women, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That w- that would my childhood. Really, you think that your childhood and the abuse you faced would make sense if it was if it was pre written upon you? Yeah. Like, like it was programmed in the game that right. you were just going yeah. to have that. It's my origin story. So if we were living in a game, what does that mean? That everything that we do, we've only been programmed to, like we've been designed, we're just playing through a simulation of this is what you're yeah. being set up and to do? there's certain characters that are played by the outside. The, the outside. Oh, dang. And you know what's crazy is that... If that was real, I am positive I'm the guy being played by the outside. Uh-huh. I can't be a freaking piece. What are they called? What are NPC. the NPC. NPC. I can't be an NPC. I'm not an NPC. Mm. And why? Why do you think that? I have a huge ego. A lot of narcissism. <laughs> I was gonna say, what? What? Very high your ego view of to, myself. To that. Okay. I don't know. I just. I, I, I. Tristan said this to me. He goes, "You always think of yourself as the main character of the movie." Yeah, if this was a movie. You're the main character, and everyone else is the side character. Blame and, the narcissist, and, and I absolutely. and I and I agree with that. Both both of your guys' <laughs> opinions on yeah. it. I do think that way, and I mm. do think it's narcissism a little bit. I think you're gonna have a healthy relationship down the line. You think so? Yeah. You think so? Mm-hmm. With pills? <laughs> okay, cool. That will be fun. I can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for the Benzo subsequential music that comes from it. Um, yeah. I mean, I I kind of. So, so then do we not have free will for a simulation? Is that how it is? We just we don't make any choices. Actually, it's someone else making the choices for us, or you're just yeah, an NPC, or you're programmed. Karens are NPCs then, because Karens can't yeah. be dictated by other people. Right. What are th- what are people that are just NPCs? Well, Karens, like you said, Kyles. Kyles mm-hmm. are NPCs. Kyles, Chads. Chads are meant Chads- to do one thing, and that's win. But don't you think that will be the people that are just grinding the game really hard to be? No, to play it's it like the final boss. Oh, so you have to compete up against the Chad. So they're like the. So who is the big boss? That is it. Chad, the big boss. Is he the final boss? It's QAnon. QAnon is the final boss, and so Chad is like it's like the little turtles that run around in Mario. You got to jump mm. on their back and stuff. So you just have to the get little through side all those. quest bosses. They're you there to slow you Chads. down. They're there to slow you down to finally. Get over the cliff of the Karens. Okay, so then if the Chads, the people that are the alpha males and and so on and so forth, aren't the people that are being played in the game, then who are the main characters of the story? 
if it isn't the and isn't that a a fantastic question to really find out yeah and but you know once you run it run across someone who's being played a, a main character you know ah, you do mm-hmm. now you do. are there people in your life that you look at and you'd be like i could see them being played by a main character yeah. and I could, they're definitely an npc yeah there are definitely people in my life where i look at them like that person is i an look NPC. them in the mirror every day <laughs> <laughs> what do you feel like you are the npc or being played as a main character hmm. depends on where i'm at during the day mm. you feel npc-ish occasionally what kind of tasks are you doing? How are you responding to things that you feel NPC-ish? Ask. It's just life around me. Mm. I don't know if it's me in general. The thoughts I have. Like when life gets too just bogged down, routine, you're Not stuck in a down. rut. Like it's what, just like... What is life looking the, like? I find myself, you know, working hard, trying to grind it out, struggling, and then I'm like... This is just like your your normal like your your normal grind struggle to get to make it to get out of the hardship. It's just and I'm like, well that's very NPC type of You're type just of thing. completing the task to move on to the next level. That's all that's all you feel like it's yeah. what's happening. And You're not- perhaps I am a main character, but it is to com- the person's only playing it to complete the game. They're not playing it for the story. I play I games see. just to complete it. I don't play for the story. Fuck the story. It's stupid. I see. And I, I th- see. And so, I totally to... so you're like the side character you sometimes play as. That's to what complete I was thinking. Missions. Yeah, yeah. To build because you have to get these few key things to be able to complete the game, and so quest. you have to switch over to you to play these other side yeah. missions to earn those points mm-hmm. and that experience and skill level to then conquer over the next part of the game. Yeah, I see. So, so I'm so- not quite an NPC. But I'm not a main character. So half the time you're kind of an NPC when you're not the par- character being played, but then the other half of the time you're you're the one. Mm-hmm. I like that. I kind of mm-hmm. I can see that it's, actually. It's, it's a it's a, I find it it's a fine level of of narcissism yet humility. I don't know if I would say humility. I think it's almost narcissism mixed with self loathing. Mm. Mm. And and isn't that the ultimate narcissist? Right, right. Mm-hmm. But it's weird because I. I mean, I would give you, I feel you are definitely more self-loathing than I. Mm. And I, I would see myself being some self-loathing. because yeah, you're very delusional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. where, Far I, more that's than where I. I dwell, brother. Yeah. I live yeah. in delusion. Yeah. And it's because it keeps me from being self-loathing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it keeps me from being any use or good or, or anything to anyone. But at the same time, it keeps me from hating myself. Yeah. Well, then, Tristan, where do you feel like you stand in this game? I'm definitely an NPC. You feel an NPC? Say, yeah. I was just about to ask, so what have you done this week, Tristan? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Nothing real. I hung out with... I drifted a car again. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Do you want to do the drift side quest with me? <laughs> 1300 XP. <laughs> Press Y. Press and hold Y to start this side mission. <laughs> you're the you're the character that runs in after the mission is completed to dialogue the next part of the story and then the other main characters leave mm-hmm. to that you're like running hey guys guess what i just saw blah 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 and then the main characters then take over and you kind of sit mm-hmm. in the background and you're just tapping a fiercely ah gosh he talks for so long and i was talking about Okay, begin mission. 
when you're playing a game and you're right and you're in car mode are you doing like gta do you do out the windshield viewage or from up above the car viewage i hate driving gta has some of the worst driving mechanics of all time really really i feel like there are a lot of people that would maybe disagree with you dick Really? Okay. In comparison to what? Because you played some. You you have driving specific games. Mm-hmm. And what you game do you like think has uh, the best? Forza. Forza. I what mean, game is the best classic. driving mechanics? I mean, it's hard not to say Forza. Forza is mm-hmm. just like For, Forza. I mean, that is the only thing. point just of the cars, game is, so it's, is cars. Yeah. So they really got it dialed. Mm-hmm. But see, imagine if you had GTA and then you had Forza do the car section of it. GTA do the other section of it, and then Skate Three. So you're a gang, you're like gangster that also skates, that also can drive. You can do all those things. You have all the mechanics in the one game. Mm. That would be a game that you just get lost in forever. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess there is the new GTA and they're, they're in the works of making the new skate. Which which are we all more excited for? Robert, have you ever really played skate? I was going to say, I don't know what that is. Well, it's just skateboarding. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun-ass game. I go. You know, thumbs down on that one. Thumbs down. On thumbs down that. on the one. That's, okay, that's, that's personal. So, I'm what game are you bad. looking forward to? None of them. None of them. None of Do them. Do you have any franchises that you're really into? That whenever they make a new uh, one, you're you're like I'm dying. Gonna... Dying light. I'm, I'm big dying light's one that you. I yeah, I've like heard you mention that one a few times. Yeah, I got got the second uh, second dying light. What's the last game you got and dying started light playing? Too. <laughs> dying light two. Okay. What about yeah. before that? Any other game other than that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I have. 60 or 70 games. Well, yeah, but like besides that one, what was the last one before that that you bought and started playing? I don't know. I knew you were being into the Assassin's Creed, but they kind of took a mm-hmm. nosedive over the last uh, few games. Yeah, with no, the I ball wasn't Hall big into one. it. I did enjoy it, yeah. but not super big into it. Well, I mean, like mm-hmm. of the games you had, I knew you usually always had the new Assassin's Creed or something like that, or maybe a few times, maybe just because I I've never had, had them, I only had a few yeah, of them. I've but had a couple. Th- that franchise really did kind of take a dive yeah. over these last couple mm-hmm. games. They just weren't, I didn't even really play much of them. I think yeah. I've stopped at the one that, you, the not Unity, but the one after, Syndicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I played that Syndicate one a bit. sucked. Dick. I didn't mind Syndicate. I got Unity. I've just been playing through that one because it's multiplayer and I want to uh-huh. play it with Matt, but uh, it's all right. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Every yeah. game. And there's not like a big difference too much it? of it. Black it, Flag was definitely the best. See, I Black Flag was my least favorite one I've ever played, but that's only because I don't like the ship. I don't like oh, floating the ship. That's front. what I love. Yeah, and so there's so much of that. I prefer just running through a city that's just open. Oh, okay. Assassin's Creed 3 was my favorite one mm. with uh, Connor and all that. That was the best one. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. You... Do you have an Xbox or PlayStation? Uh, we have both now. What's your What's your gamer score on Xbox? Oh, I have no idea. Okay. I'm probably not super high. Mm-hmm. I'm out of. I've not really played through many games. Unless, well, it might be higher because Tristan's played a lot of games on my account. Bars. So mm-hmm. that that could be. I I I kind of am starting to prefer the PlayStation. Really? Just Why cause is the, that? Only because the controller is smaller. I can have my hands mm-hmm. on all the buttons at once. Like the the two on the back. I can just have them covered at one time. So if I'm playing Call of Duty, you could do... I don't know. It's just easier. I like the okay. control. Although some people with bigger hands don't like it because they can't mm-hmm, like hit me. all the buttons. Yeah. But it's not bad. I mean, I don't know. It's tough because everyone I know has Xboxes. So if I bought another console, it would probably be an Xbox so that I could play with other people that I know. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It really doesn't matter. I mostly, we mostly got the PlayStation to do this Spider-Man game. And that game was really Spider-Man. good, too. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man. 
I watched the new Spider-Man the other day. Is there a the, new Spider-Man? Yeah, the one that that has I just, the... I can't keep track. The multiple... It's like the new one that's got all the, the multiple universes, and then they have the old Spider-Man are in it, and then the Doc Ock from the original movies is in it, and then the Green Goblin from the original three are in it, and so it's... Hmm. It was pretty interesting, because it was the most like, um, like a cartoon show. Yeah. Like an episode... Of, Spider-Man had some of the best cartoon series of all the superheroes. Mm-hmm. Mm. What were some of the best? What were the ones we watched? Amazing Spectacular Spider-Man. Spectacular Spider-Man was good. There, there was definitely a few other. There was that one weird Iron Man show we used to watch. We were trying to get all the the stones and stuff. The rings. The oh, the rings, rings. That's what it was. Damn, that was good. But Spider-Man always consistently had some of the best cartoon shows. And I feel like this movie felt the most like it. Because the weird stuff they try to take on. Of like bringing all these characters from different universes. Like typically they, just, they don't just do that in a movie. Yeah. And so... It was nice to see just a real spinoff from just the just one bad guy that you've seen before doing the same thing and all that, but hmm. it was all right. It was pretty good. I didn't up there for the superhero movies. It was I would, just uh, called uh, Iron Man Armored Adventures. Oh, how many seasons did that run for? Uh, let me see. I need, and where can I find it? Because I want. It was watch from two thousand eight to twenty twelve. Oh, so it ran for a decent amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that show was good. And I had Pepper being the having in her own Iron Man suit too. That was cool. Regardless, what's up with you, bud? How's your week been? Drugs. Drugs, really? Drugs. Really? Have you been diving back into drugs? Uh, no, no. <laughs> um, actually, I this week was uh, hella stressful. Really? To be unprofessional. Could have used some as, drugs. As all get it only out. had two seasons. That's it? Wow. Yeah. See, I For some reason, I got that feeling. I know there are a lot of shows that when I remember as a kid, I'm like, that show ran forever. We used to watch episode after episode of that show, and then I'll go back and be like, yeah, it ran for one season. I was like, what? How is that possible? Like the G.I. Joe show? Mm-hmm. That one Wouldn't that one only run for two seasons? Or is that one season? It was two seasons. It was two seasons, but I, for some reason, I felt like that show ran for like five seasons or something. Um. Yeah, why, why was your week so stressful? Uh... Wow. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. I'm glad you could put it so eloquently. <laughs> uh, You've been so great with words this episode. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean to brag. No, it was uh, it was stressful because I'm, I'm getting a house. And then, you know, so I'm, I'm getting a house and then also I work like 12 hours a day. So, yeah, uh, having to do that and both then, things. Yeah. And then some stuff was going wrong. And then at the last minute, my my original lender just shit the bed. Oh yeah, um, and it was just horrible. And so Thursday night at nine thirty, I was on the phone with my realtor. Uh, we were going over this quote the guy sent me over. Yeah, and it just and I was like, hey, I don't know a lot about this this quote he just sent me, and um, but I'm like, I'm pointing out some things that just don't make any sense. Like, yeah, I don't know a lot about the real estate. You never bought a house. You I've never, never bought, bought anything real estate related. Like, but if there's one thing I do know, it's numbers. Yeah. And these numbers don't make any sense. Hmm. So we're going through everything and I'm pointing these things. I have a question for you. Does your does dyslexia affect you reading numbers? And how impossibly hard is it to decipher that? Because numbers don't have to be in an order. They could be in any order. Right. Right. How, how does it that is, work? It is tough, but I've I've managed to 
overcome, overcome. that obstacle. Yeah. So it, it does, still gets me sometimes. It does it's still, mix. and people look at me like I'm stupid, and I'm like, I know I am. You know what's hilarious is you've been bragging about how much money you're this whole time, but you really actually <laughs> been I have reading actually your the paychecks <laughs> wrong. Yeah, you're making jack shit. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> he said, "Dude, look at my bank account. I'm at like two hundred thousand. I'm looking. I'm like, you have a hundred and fifty dollars in there, Robert. There's not even a two in that. How on? What are you reading? <laughs> I'm delusional, not dyslexic. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my realtor that I was talking to in my head yeah, uh, was telling anyway, me about. <laughs> yeah. So she's so nice. <laughs> she is actually very nice. Oh yeah. Um, but we're going over everything and we're talking about it and she's like this is like this is an embarrassment like, mm. it's like this is insane what in the, what way the, what the, the guy the quote the guy wrote up and stuff he obviously paid zero attention oh like he overvalued stuff basically? no he just like didn't listen to anything i said and was like way off and then the there's th- like a quote for f- what my house. Like how much is going to cost? How this much is, is going to cost? All the fees, my down payment, escrow, yeah, uh, all upfront money, all of that. Mm. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, he had me down for 2.83%. Yeah. Money down. I don't know what that means. So he said I was going to put 2.83%. Of the total value of the house down? Yeah, in cash, which I, which I was like, uh, no, I told him the amount. It was way more than that. Yeah, I was going to say, that seems really low yeah, you for can't a house get down a loan. payment. You yeah. can't get a F- FHA loan even, which is a first-time buyer's um, yeah. for the minimum is 3%. Yeah, I was but I was going to do conventional, which uh, is much higher, but it's it's better all around. Yeah, you're paying less in the long term. Yeah, and so and it was so it was FHA instead of conventional. That was off. I mean, just all of this. He had like my monthly payment to like two thousand dollars a month which i was like what the fuck which was way off way higher or way lower than what you're way playing? higher like okay, okay. by several hundred dollars i see i see i see damn and and all this and so dumped him immediately <laughs> it's 10 o'clock i um her her lender yeah calls me we're on the phone <clears throat> sends me all the all the things all, a whole entire new quote qu- no not quote but um things i have to fill out documents i have to send them so i have to redo everything and yeah. this is thursday at nine o'clock yeah so it's very late it's late and you work the next day for me yeah. yeah and so i so i i was up till like midnight filling out all this stuff getting all the information um so he could go over it in the morning Cause he's like, oh, he's like, just try to get this to me by tomorrow morning. I was like, Psh, wow, if I can do it tonight. That, see, that's the other thing too is now that I've switched to four tens, even though I'm not, I have that extra day off, which has been weird. This weekend has felt so strange having it be my first week of four tens. Like I had thir- having Thursday night off and just chilling, and then waking up Friday. I kept thinking that it was Saturday. I kept on thinking that Friday was Saturday, yeah. and then the next day was Sunday, and then just to be realized like, oh wait, today is Friday. I still have all of Friday, all of Saturday, all of whatever. And so that was kind of, that was nice, but I, it's been strange trying to get things done after I get off of a, like a 10, which I'm not unaccustomed to working 10 hour days. That's, mm-hmm. that's pretty common to me in my past jobs, but for this job that it's new or bringing in the more consistent 10 hour days. And I realize like by the time I get off, I'm just like, I find a really hard to, 
do certain things. There's certain things I have no problem just starting to do, edit the podcast, do whatever. But there's other like little tasks I have to get done when I was renewing my license. These little paperwork I have to fill out for my insurance still for the car accident and stuff. I'm just like, I don't want to think about paperwork. I don't want to think about this. Like I just want to zone out and then go to bed because I'm just tired from today. And so I've really I took I've took in uh, I've been thinking about what you said last week on the podcast, which I don't know if you even made the podcast or not, but we were talking about. Being able to like get off of working hard and pushing yourself to continue to work hard, even in your free time, to be able to it's just like to grow in maturity. That eventually life gets more complicated, where you don't have the leisure, and and you are probably at the spot now where you don't have the leisure. Yeah. But like eventually, you get to a place where you don't have the leisure to just go to work, get off, chill, and act like ugh, I don't have to think about anything for the rest of the day. You you're going to your life is going to be more complicated if you become more successful and you succeed and you push yourself and you grow and not even just in work, but in like relationships, family, building that whole thing. Like you're doing now, getting a house, getting all that figured out. Like there's all this other stuff that'll be on your plate. You have to learn how to be able to not only to not have it take everything out of you just to get through the day of work. And and the busier and busier you get, the more stuff you have on your plate, the less time you have to, to say it elegantly fuck around yeah and the other thing too is that you feel less relaxed when you do fuck around as you said it so elegantly because you're stressed because you know there's stuff sitting on your plate Mm -hmm. that you need to get done and then even when you're working you can't even think exactly like oh finally when i get off because you're like when i got off i have to do x y and z next yeah because i know i need to get those things done but being able to be like all right I know there's going to be the days where I get off of work and just crash and don't do anything, but I need to try to make myself do at least, even when I don't have anything pressing to be done, one thing. Keep a routine to where I'm doing this after work, working out, reading my Bible, doing this, taking, I don't know, even like meth. helping out around the house. Doing meth has been a big <laughs> yeah. help for me. It's actually helped me a lot. I try to keep my energy up. And God, oh, I wouldn't tell you. Reading the Bible on meth, it's just so eye-opening, and it's really helped me the Bible grow in my actually. faith. It reads me. It's I'm, 3D. It, well, if I'm being honest, I feel like... In a way, the Bible does read me just in general, yeah. but on meth, oh, wow. it's just another level. And I mean, have you ever just done something nice for someone? Like just take out the trash them without even them having to ask. Mm-hmm. Have, now, have you ever done it on meth, my friend? Mm-mm. That is an experience <laughs> to have. You feel so good. You, you feel put like you just in the trash can. No, you put yourself in the bag and then lift yourself with your hand. From the drawstrings of the bag. You're just floating there, being held up by your own hand. I'm trying to think how gravity Floating to the... It doesn't matter because I'm on meth. It just doesn't matter at that point. Nothing matters. Everything's perfect. That's fair. You've unlocked... It's basically like the left, right, up, down cheat codes in GTA to this simulation that we're in. That's meth. It's the hacks to the game. So, yeah, it's been pretty nice. But but being able to take on those challenges, even when you're just exhausted and drained mentally, it's tough. But it, it pushes you... Because, I mean, when you're in school, there's just nothing. You just go to yeah. school. Once you're off school, you can just dick around, which is fine because you're younger and you're a kid and whatever. But then as you get older, you have to break that. And you don't realize that life doesn't always set you up to break that. You have to make that choice, some decision. It's okay, it's time for me to push myself. Yeah. And, and I mean, when you're younger, when you're in school, you're being pushed by everybody else around you. Your parents are pushing you to do things. School is pushing you to work. You have homework that you have to do and, and grades that are being checked on. Everything is pushing you to do stuff. But eventually, you get to a place where nothing's really pushing you to do anything except for the bare minimum. Yeah. I mean, you have to do the bare minimum to get by. But, I mean, unless you do meth. But it, 
then at some point you have to take it and say to yourself, okay, I'm doing the bare minimum. I need to now be the force that pushes me to do more than the bare minimum so that I have the ability to take that on. Yep. And yeah. Yeah. And meth helps with that. It sure does. It's been nice. It's been nice. It's been good. Flown through the veins. (laughs) As it does. Anything else happening this week other than the whole house shenanigans? Um... That put an offer in, so yeah. we'll see. It's it's a shithole, by the way. Oh, yeah? But that's okay. Is it the place you showed me before, or is it not? No, it's a different one. Okay. <laughs> this is it's I, this place is one step above a drug den, I'd say. Really? Wow. Why uh, what, Why the change from the last house? It's super cheap. Drug den. And I'm just like, I you just wanted to get a cheaper care. one? I'm like, whatever. Uh, it's I not see. in the nicest area. It's not a bad area, but it's not super nice. Yeah. But I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. I, don't I mean, plan it's the first investment. Yeah, you're not you're not time. settling in. So that was a tough one. I was struggling, not really struggling, but I I really wanted like a nicer place in in the area I like. But I'm like, you know what? I need to bring myself down a couple couple pegs, and just. I mean, in some way too, you're giving yourself an upgrade, which alleviates the downgrade. Yeah, it's like I know that maybe the smarter option is to downgrade the area. I'm in or how now nice the house is, but you still have the upgrade of, well, it'll be my own place and yeah. I'll have my own space. And even yeah. if you decide to rent it out eventually, which you probably will. I mean, and two, you're not thinking, all right, I'm settling up here. This is my house for the next 30 years. It's like, so, I'm going to be here. I'm going to use this to make money from renting it out to uh, others. And we're going to move to the next thing. Yeah, that's all right. It has so a garage though. So that's really important to me. Yeah, that is. You don't want to so, park your stuff out in the. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm just forking over just, Loads of money? Uh, yeah, an immense amount of money. Not an immense, but to me, a lot of money. I mean, it's but it's again, it's much better it's, than if you were no, get renting yeah, an apartment. Oh. All right. Hello. Okay. That phone call. Yeah. Your boy got the house. Oh really? Yep. Yeah, see, see, I thought Tristan goes. I, Tristan goes. I bet you he's talking to the people that he was just telling us about. <laughs> yep. yep. Damn. So you yeah. you got it. Yeah. And my realtor was like, I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. She goes, neither was I. <laughs> wow. Look at that, Buzz. So when you when you uh, uh, well, we have it has to pass. We have to go through inspection. It'll it'll be um April twentieth. April twentieth. Yeah. Okay. Once I can move in. Nice. That's not too far off. We're going to start recording the podcast there because it's nicer than this room. <laughs> Let me fix it well, up first. Well, I, I mean, then we'd have to yeah. transport no. all this stuff back and forth. I, no. I don't think we're going to do that. I think we'll uh, we'll keep it here. My, because... my place is off limits for uh, about a month. Sure. I mean, I'll probably come over and yeah, see it. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, anything, I, I want to fix anything, it. If anything, I can help needs, you fix it. It needs to be touched up. Yeah. 100%. But, uh Yeah. Hundred percent real whoopa. Well, congrats, bud. Yeah, Look at yeah. that. It's uh, yeah, I'm. It's good. It's good. It's good. Are you? Let's do. Wait, I don't. I don't know the sounds on the soundboard. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Congratulations. And it's a lot. The the money I have to put down fork fork up put down is way less than I thought. Oh really? So oh, that's great. I mean, it's granted, it's not a small amount, but it's still, but it's it's an amount. It's about mm-hmm. I, it's twelve thousand less than I thought. Oh, well, that's great. So, mm-hmm. Twelve thousand. I'm, I'm Johnny. Bags. That's not a small. I'm Johnny Bags. You Johnny Bags, my boy. 
Nice. With uh, a house to keep the bags in. Yeah. Sweet. Well, I'm going to keep the bag somewhere else because that house is... Uh, yeah, you don't want to trust that. you got to yeah. bury the bags in the yard. <laughs> you and I do have a yard. Oh, nice. I mean, it's about three by three, but it's a yard. Yeah, you know, three feet by three feet. <laughs> it's it's bigger than that, but it's <laughs> okay. very small. I can stand at a grill, <laughs> and that's about all I got. But besides that, I mean, I mean yeah. who really needs a yard for more than so, just grilling? Yeah. It's cool. Sweet, dude. Be good. That's great. Moving up, settling some stuff down, and then you got to think to yourself, really, in the long run. I'm I'm hoping it's going to be a lot less, like, there's going to be less stress in my life, because... I I think in the beginning it will be more, and I think eventually it will be less. Yeah. And then you also... Because I've always been worried about getting my own place, and now it's like, okay, cool. (coughs) Bless you. Oh, gosh, hold on. Um... I mean, also the thing, too, is that since you're not like you're not in a relationship, you're not settling down your life where other people are living in the house now that you're paying for. It's like this is an opportunity for you to also you're just investing in the thing for you to make more money. And eventually when you just start renting it out, either to roommates or if you want to go get another place, rent this place out completely like it's an investment to make money on because you're not tying your life down to this house. Which is smart. I don't know. More people should buy houses before they need to buy a house. Yeah. If they can buy a house. Yeah. Because it, you allow yourself to set yourself up for yeah. later investments. Pretty, pretty, yeah. It's, I'm a little more excited than I thought. I mean, it's exciting. Yeah. I think my realtor was more excited than I was. <laughs> Glad to, to actually get it all figured out. Yeah. Huh. Well, it's a pretty quick process. Yeah. We found the house Wednesday night, or Wednesday. Looked at it Wednesday night, and... I got a Saturday, which wow. is in less than a week, and yeah, just a few days. I thought I thought I just wrote that last song I did quickly. You got a house in record time, <laughs> jeez, <laughs> damn! Congrats, that's uh, that's impressive. Big moves right there. Big money moves, Big and I'll still moves. and I still have enough for a new bike. Hell, oh my yeah. gosh, hell yeah, cash. Gotta love it, baby. Yeah, but I can't buy it. Ah, you gotta have emergency money yeah yeah you know how it Whatever. goes like so they'll suffer on this bike for a little longer i'll get it in july <laughs> yeah not too much longer <sighs> um okay so <clears throat> we've gone for 50 minutes mm-hmm. uh do you want to uh maybe go out and celebrate yeah 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 you sorry don't... just a little distracted let's let's um Let's do we have anything else about week wise to talk about? Oh yes, Tristan got his tattoo. Oh actually I don't nothing I want to say on the podcast. Tristan, you got your first tattoo. Yeah. yeah. My boy got a tattoo. How'd that go over? Uh I went into the shop and I thought we were doing the artwork for it that day. And uh because that's what the schedule was for. And so I went in and we were just talking about the artwork. And then I started setting up the machine. And so I was like, I was like, oh, what's that about? So I asked him, I was like, oh, I was like, you got an appointment right after this? And he was like no, I thought we were doing it. And I was like, oh, I thought this was just for the artwork. He goes, no, I drew it up during the week. He was like, I already have it done. I just wanted you to size it correctly. Where'd you go? Uh, five star. Oh, okay. Say yeah, so then he was Who'd like. Who'd you get? I don't know. He, he never know told me his name. Is it older guy? Yeah. Kind of weird? Mm, kind of. Spy- spider? No, it no, was a spider. No. Yeah. Some other guy. But, uh. I was like, he was like, do we have to reschedule then? And I was like, oh, I don't want to wait another month. I was like, sure, we can just do it today. I hadn't slept yet. Uh, so oh, really? I just, yeah, I just sat down because I didn't feel? think I was doing it. It's not that bad. Not much. It's not too long. That's it's good. only two That's hours. It's pretty now. good work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a little different from mine, too. Like the mm-hmm. hand yeah, detail like and it. stuff. Dang. Yeah. That's really, yeah That's when really he was good. going over the hand for it, he couldn't 
Like it was smudged. Mine is just black. Uh, so right he just he just erased it, pulled out a pen, and just started drawing on my arm just to oh, figure yeah. it out himself. Bars. Yeah, yeah. On the fly bars, yeah. freestyle off I the need dome. To get a tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you ask him something? Yeah, yeah. When we first started, I was like, I was like, what, uh, what gun do you have, right? And he was like, you mean the tattoo machine? I guess they really don't like you calling it a gun. And I was like, no, the nine millimeter in your back pocket <laughs> that I'm looking at. And so he's telling me about it. He goes, yeah, today I have this one. And I was like, today? He goes, I have eight handguns, three rifles, and a shotgun back at the house. <laughs> Dude, that's like, America. Oh my yeah, yeah, baby. He was like, yeah, I just swap <laughs> and them I do, out And I day. do tattoos for a living. You gotta love that dude. Awesome. Yeah, yeah that's... um. I mean, Robert, when you have a concealed weapon on you, how concealed do you want it? Do you want it to be, like, the element of surprise that no one knows is even on you? That's the point of concealed, yeah. Oh, yeah, but when he, you didn't, can... he didn't have it in a holster, just in his back, oh, in the oh. back waistband. I, it's not a bad bad thing. Yeah, but when someone carries a gun on them every single day, you gotta know that the type of guy to just stick it in their waistband. That yeah. dude seems the kind of guy that he's like, I don't need a hole, I'm just putting it in my pants. I'm definitely gonna have to conceal every day when I get my new place. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I feel I feel like I, I want that I want it tucked to where no one can tell. You yeah. can't tell you have a well, weapon on you. My gun is super small too. So yeah, which is kind of nice. Uh, it's hard to see. Super small, but it'll put a hole in your face. Uh, it'll take your face off. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, you don't have a face, your face or the back of your head. <laughs> um, so I I I was uh I was you know doing some thinking some so quote of the week. You oh, know? I, I kind of like the week. A, a word of the Every week. Every once in a while, you bring in a little something. Just some just something. Right? Something for the week. So, so a little spice. A little spice for the week. You like yeah. to season the week with a couple words. I do, and I feel like it's it's encouraging sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. uplifting. And and this also goes into a tattoo. Oh, uh, really? Idea I have. Okay. I just came up with. Uh, do not make peace with evil. Destroy it. Oh, hold on. Hmm. hmm. Do not make peace with evil. Destroy it. I like that. Mm. I like that. I mean, I mean, in some sense, I feel like don't you have to somewhat make peace with the existence of evil? You have to make peace with the fact that evil is always yeah. But it's like don't. But it's saying it's not making peace about evil existing. It's don't make peace with evil. I say, I see. Yeah, so you're not like giving in. You're not allowing evil I don't, to come yeah, to you. Yeah, I don't you. think you can ever make peace with evil. Because no. evil, it, right. peace and evil contradict each yes, other. It's that's a good. I like that bar. And and here's here's my idea. All right. Okay. All right. Let me it's hear this. um, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a guy holding the head, hmm. a head, a severed head. Yeah. Oh, right. Putin. And <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's gonna be the president of Ukraine holding the severed head of Putin. Bars. Don't make peace with evil. <laughs> and. uh and a really famous one is um yeah the I, the David Medusa. oh no, Medu- the guy holding Medusa's head with the with the sword oh really because I've seen the David and Goliath one that's mm. a famous painting where it's David holding yeah. Goliath's head I don't know exactly what I I really like the idea of cru- a crusader holding the head yeah, because yeah, yeah. Cr- that is the whole mm-hmm. point of a crusader was con- like destroying to evil. conquer. Yeah. To conquer. destroy evil. <laughs> Which, I mean, granted, <laughs> it's a little hypocritical in those terms. Still but cool. yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I don't know where it would be, but maybe on a sword or something, it would have that quote. Mm, on the sword. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it would, it would kind of make a little more sense. 
This is the one that I was thinking of. Robert's just making the pose. <laughs> Looks like you're doing some new flexing technique. I know, right? <laughs> oh, it'll be a new flexing technique in like three weeks on TikTok. Mm-hmm. That's why uh, this is a painting by an artist I really like who did a lot of he did. It was very interesting because when he did this painting of of David cutting off Goliath's head, he used for a lot of his I don't remember who the artist was, but uh, what his name is. But for most of his paintings, he'd use the faces of people that he knew. Mm. Um, And so for this painting, he used the face like um, his reference for David was his face when he was younger. And then his reference for, for Goliath was his face then. Bars. And it was that he needed wow. to cut off the, okay. the bad habits that his old self had now mm. built up and all this stuff. It was very interesting. Here's another idea. Mm. There's a... The other idea was for it is to have that that phrase placed somewhere within this tattoo. I don't know exactly where. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's a very famous statue of someone holding his, his body, holding his severed head like this. Mm. A body that, holding his severed head. The person's own body. So like this statue. Yeah. Different, obviously, but this idea. Kind of like the dancers when they got the big coat on and they drop their head yeah. down and like kind of mm. swings back. I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah. yeah, okay. And then getting the... um. I was just thinking of like the Headless Horseman from comics. Like these guys, Pumpkin Eddie always just carries it. <laughs> oh, you know, I kind of like that idea too. <laughs> just Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby-Doo dressed in the Headless Horseman holding a pumpkin head. That's what I want. That's what I need. Or was a headless horseman holding Scooby Doo's head? Mm. You severed the head of Scooby Doo. That's dark. That'll ruin mm. a couple of people's childhoods. I tell you that. <laughs> Almost guarantee that one. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah, I know. I need to get a new tattoo soon, but I just keep procrastinating going in and, and picking one. But I think I finally decided, mm. decided on one. You know so me too. Enough. And the yeah. tattoo. You've been procrastinating was... forever. Dude. I haven't it's been, been so procrastinating. Long. I bought a goddamn house. Lord I mean, yeah, me. yeah. I mean, that's a good point. But at the same time, I, it's not like the tattoos are nearly as expensive. You still have the money to buy a new bike. I'm sure you could fit a tattoo in mm-hmm. that purchase. Yeah, you we'll did see. just make a hefty amount in the last three weeks that you discussed with us. So it's true. <laughs> nah, nah. Um, Tristan, anything else happening this week? Anything else going on? Uh, of interest. Alex's tire blew while we were on the freeway. Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then we, uh, I just took the next exit, circled back around. By the time I had circled back around, he was back on the road and left. He changed his tire in like six minutes. Wow. I've never changed a tire before, and I don't know how. Well, it's because it was easy for him because all the tires he has on are aftermarket tires. So he had already removed his stock ones, so everything was loose, and he was able to just pull it off, and he already knew where the jack had to go and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, he just done it once, so you do it again. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. Um, well, do you want to take a, a fiver for a minute, and then we'll hop into some content, take sort ourselves out, and do yeah, all that? Absolutely. All righty, cool. Sounds good. This just in. Three minutes. Three minutes. Four we minutes of hardcore be. sex. Welcome to four minutes of hard bull... <laughs> Welcome to four minutes of hardcore kombucha oral. Like that booch, baby. You like that hum probiotic kombucha. Sizzle, sizzle, sizzle. Tastes great. I'm here to clean out your guts. Sugar. Strawberry lemonade. Like a billion antibodies just chilling in your stomach. All up in your guts. 
I'm about to, antibodies are about to rearrange your guts. Healthy gut life. How, and healthy stomach and a healthy a gut life because is farting less. That's a good point. A healthy gut is underrated on the things that just really, when your stomach is in check and it's yeah. just good, you got a good cycle, you feel good. It's so much nicer than every other scenario you could be in. I feel like that's my goal eating-wise and diet-wise is just to keep my stomach, like a healthy stomach where I'm just eating all the right foods. I feel like I'm not, because even now that I'm losing weight and doing well, my stomach is still out of whack. Yeah. And I know that I need to up my water, up my kombucha probably, up the the fruits I eat, I think maybe. I would agree. Uh-huh. Now, do you think I should get married next? I mean, what do you think is the next step? Um, what do I think is the next step? I don't know yet. I really, I couldn't say, I couldn't say for you what the next step mm-hmm. is. Um, yeah, maybe I'm not sure. Maybe I think it's the podcast. I think it's, on the I was going to say, I think it's the yeah. podcast. I can't really say until I know what happens with the podcast yet. I would never truly ask you what my next step is, but I, I don't know why on earth you would ask yeah, me that. <laughs> our, our steps aren't even in somewhat in sync life wise. So it's not like we're heading in the same direction with the same. Yet we are goals. And yeah, well, you know, it's how it goes. It's just how it goes sometimes. So I was looking. Uh, I was looking around. I was like, "What is another? What is another a- aspect of the world of Christian art that we haven't tapped into yet?" And it's been a while since we've dabbled back into some music, some this and that. And so mm-hmm. I, I went down the route of movies, some, some heteronormalities, perhaps. Yeah, some heteronormalities, especially in the film industry, and and of all things, the Christian film industry. Mm. And so, if there's one thing I love, it's a good Christian film. Now, did you grow up watching Christian movies and stuff like that? Sure didn't. Sure didn't really. No, were you not all watch any movies? Is that okay? Okay, okay cool, cool, cool. So we watched. I mean, we watched the Veggie Tales. I mean, Veggie Tales is a classic, and I have no hate towards Veggie Tales. Well, and you have to say the Veggie Tales. The you Veggie can't Tales. Veggie Tales. No, no, that no would because be too, that's that'd be too. What is Veggie Tales? Yeah, I mean, the Veggie Tales. The Veggie Tales. Because you're from. I watched uh, the Veggie Tales. Yeah, and I like the Veggie Tales, and I and I respect <laughs> the, the Veggie Tales. Yeah. But there's definitely been a good plethora of Christian movies. I know that I feel like the pinnacle of Christian movie is God's the Not Blind Dead. Side. The Ooh. Blind Side, I don't think, was a Christian film. <laughs> Although it did have that cheap vibe of like a Christian movie, sort of. Mm-hmm. That weird, like, southern hometown, something's happening. That was like a very Christian esque uh, setting for a God's movie. Not, that was, that was God's such not a dead. hype in the Christian Yeah, it was the, the pinnacle. Oh, oh my man. Gosh. And then, of course, the Newsboys, which, I mean aren't even the you, same band as the old newsboys anymore you say the newsboys and it just doesn't it doesn't sound right it doesn't sound right you're like the the, news the newsboys it's just it, i heard it that's the first time i've heard it in a, it's like been a, a while decade. since i've heard the newsboys like, yeah name. that's not a real that's not a real band actually i'm like oh it is <laughs> Oh, oh wow, this is of course you have to hear the ocean. The yeah, ocean has to be in everything. Lord, we praise oh, you. Let this bang, brother. Let it inspire you. You can just imagine the youth group kids with their hands up at the concert, phones on, lights. And love explode and bring the dead to life. Oh, there we go. Set the vibe, Robert. Crying for no fucking reason. (laughs) 
just because stuff is happening. <laughs> I'm just experiencing emotions for the first time in my life because my home is sort of suppressive of it. Praise God. But my parents suppress any kind of feelings or emotions at all. That isn't Jesus. <laughs> I'm not allowed to feel sad, angry, anxious, happy, anything. <laughs> I just need to feel holy. It is all Jesus. I am Jesus. Overwhelmed because this is the first time they've left their house. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go, Robert. Protect the world. Let this chorus rain on us. My God's not dead. He's surely alive. He's living. He's alive. Let's go. Praise God. Run. He's surely alive. He's inside of me. Oh, he's deep. In a non sexual way, of course. Roar. That, that lifts my spirits, if I'm being 100% honest. That just does something to me that I can't even explain. And it's just moving. Do you think it's you can't explain it? It's because you have been so isolated mm. um, in your upbringing? Or is it truly unexplainable? You know... Do you think I, your, your perhaps vocabulary is limited because your parents really have suppressed a lot of things and the Lord... Is the only thing is you think? Are you, are, you spoken. are you trying to say that my parents sheltering me in, locking me in, not letting me have any contact with the outside world or anything that comes from the outside world has forced me to make to the point where now I think that that song is moving? Is that what you're saying? Are you trying to say that if I had real life experience and, and knew anything, that maybe that song wouldn't move me quite as much? Just I'm not from saying, the I'm not saying that poorly written lyrics. Uh, I'm not saying that, but but did you not hear him saying he's roaring? He, he's roaring like a lion. He's probably ripping too. He's probably ripping and roaring, and that's moving to me. It makes me want to roar, roar. <sighs> <laughs> you know that that when that song hit and that movie hit, that was the peak mm. of I think Christian films. And what I know I've seen that movie. I've got to actually, pretty and it's not even a, a horrible movie. I've seen it. And it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. It's nowhere near the best movie I've ever seen. But there was something, there was a chatter amongst the, it was like a revival. But I don't even know, like, I, I don't like the fact that that's what inspired some kind of awakening in the Christian world. It's just like cheap, cheaply made and written content that just, you know. What kind of, uh, what kind of Christian music do Christian couples, after they're married, of course, have sex with? Too. I don't think that Christian couples that only listen to Christian music already listen to music when they have sex. Is it just like silent and super awkward? Just well, no. Sometimes you just have the TV playing. No, but you could just let the TV roll. Or I mean, si I mean, I don't think. I don't know. Is music a big thing for you when you're? Is that like a big? Thing you listen to but i guess if that was something you wanted to get into there's not a lot of good christian sex jams i mean could you make a christian sex could it, it would just have to be about your spouse i guess but nf i don't know maybe i feel like it would have to just be instrumentals only it yeah. couldn't be lyrics it'd be really awkward singing about the lord while just taking well no that's the, and that's down. the thing that's and that's where the uh the confusion in christian art is is that in order for it to be christian it you have to be singing with the lord at all times doesn't make any sense but hey no that's... no it doesn't um but shut up and play by the rules mm. okay you earthly whore huh oh, have you ever taken your own advice and 
Um, you know, shut up. Just in general, n- not really. I like to say <laughs> things that sound good, but I don't do them. And the, and the reason mm. why I know it's good advice is because it's not what I'm doing. And currently, what I'm doing isn't working. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. I use meth to get through my week, Robert. Mm, I don't know if you should live how I live. I I, I do not live how you live. Thank goodness. Yeah. Thank and goodness. That's and that's why you don't genuinely ask, And that's why you don't genuinely ask me. For what your next step in life should be. And I didn't, I disingenuously asked you of that. Yes, you I did. I did it to throw you a bone. I was, I was making you feel yeah, better. Yeah, for the, for the, for the sake of conversation. Yeah. Can you turn on the light? <laughs> yeah, so I, that movie came out and I've know there's been a, I've know I've seen a good handful Why purple of, or magenta. I don't know. Just cause I like it. It's fucking whack. That isn't whack. It is. It's just fire, dude. Blue is better. Blue, I mean, it's better. I mean, I switch between all of them. Do you want to go blue? We're not sad. We're not I'm sad. I'm not sad. I like blue. We're chilling. Yeah. I, yeah, but I think it's just I'm because bracken. you got, like, autism. I don't have the tisms, first I think of all. you may have the tisms, and that's calming to you. I think I can't express my emotions properly, and I'm afraid to, because it's a sign of weakness to me. And, and how... <sighs> And how does the blue light help you? It just does. Really? So what does blue light do for you? How do you feel in, in what's the worst light? What light do you feel the worst in? The light of Jesus? Because you don't have that. You've been no. avoiding that like the plague. <laughs> it's because it is the plague. Oh, what lights do you feel this the most uncomfortable in? Like uh, bl- bright white LEDs? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like a Walmart. Uh, this color. <laughs> the pinkish purple um, hue? Yeah. Anything that isn't blue? Yeah. A red's nice, actually. Like a, a deep red. Okay, well, hold on. Let me switch the light to deep um, red and see if you feel good about that. that oh, that's nice. Yeah. Is that a little better? Yeah, that's, 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 that's warm. That's, I like Tristan, it. Tristan, how do you feel about that it? That white light is annoying. I always have okay. blue or red on. Really? Always arm. blue or red? I always am this green guy, or purple. This I go green or blue. purple. That's because you're a sociopath. That's because you're a narcissistic <laughs> fuck. Because I like the colors of green and purple. And starts a podcast because he just wants to hear himself talk. <laughs> what are and, you talking and about? he's like, oh yeah, let's do it together. And he's like, I'm going to talk 95% of the time. You know why? Because I love hearing my own whoa, fucking whoa, whoa, voice whoa, and writing whoa, my own whoa, dick. Whoa, and you know, everything whoa, everyone else whoa, says is wrong. Where is this but, coming from? And then, and then he edits us out of it. It's correct. Actually, first off, for <laughs> Where's my sound? I don't have any advice for him. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. And you know what you're goddamn what right. What are you talking about? Wait, where is I would just speak over. Where is this coming from, Robert? I'm going to speak so loud, it's going to get in your advice and fuck you. There we go. <laughs> Turn off your mic. You just start yelling. Where? What are you? Where is this coming from? I feel like you talk 50-50 on this podcast. No, okay, no. what do you think the percentage of talking is? Uh, it's definitely favored towards you. Well, yeah, but what percentage? I'd say 70. 70-30? Yeah. And where do you want it to be? Do you think it should be 50-50? No, I'd Mm-mm. say 60-40. Okay, well then, Okay. Okay. Do you I'm, feel like I I'm reasonable. I'm reasonable no, no, unlike I you whose only demands is Well, is I'm not going 90-10. I'm no. going 60-30. Yeah. Or 70-30. You can't well, 10% do math goes either. to Tristan. 60-30-10. No 10% no, does not. No, no. It's really 70-29-1. It's like 
Okay, okay, okay. First of all, Tristan, you're here for a one job, and you couldn't even do it right because you couldn't stop the recording on the right time. Robert is Robert. You talk plenty. You me you meander on plenty. It, what do you just feel like this episode? If I just talked a lot of this episode, <laughs> no, is that no, it? No, it's just, like in general. No, it just in general. What, you yeah. mean ever since the podcast has yeah, gotten better? Exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> but the rest of the time, but I've I feel like my talking has decreased and your talking has increased since when we started the podcast. Because I have better content. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and the and continually it'll probably go in that direction. Yeah. So where where is my fault for it? It's it's just. Just riding your Is there own something dick. that I could be doing better? How could I handle this better? You you could handle it by the, taking that fifth you're always holding on to it and, and making it your only personality trait mm-hmm. and just shoving it so far up your ass okay. that it meets God. Okay, okay. And God is up my ass? Why? And where does my ass lead to? <laughs> no, and that's the point. It it goes into a different realm. I see, I see, I see. Okay, and what does that have to do with me talking? This isn't about you talking at this point. This is this is this about is just you're you just trying. Are you just openly trying to attack my character <laughs> with character whatever flaws. you can reach for? <laughs> I'm not trying to. I am first of all. I don't try. I do, and I am attacking you. Okay. Okay. Should I feel threatened by this? You can feel however you'd like. You'd probably feel just self centered. Can this because be a no fly zone? Can I ask for that? You can do whatever can you want. Nuke? Do you have nukes too? Do I have nukes? We both got nukes, so we're on a level we, playing field war-wise. We, war we wise. do have just verbal nukes. We both have character flaws. <laughs> well, yeah, but and, and we won't... I feel like we'll never go to nukes. No, because I feel we like know... You go, you go to the nuke... You press the nuke button far more than I would ever press the nuke no, button. No, I, I don't think yeah, so. I, I don't think, think so. so. I don't I think, think so. so. I don't think you realize... There's plenty of things I could probably say in a hurtful manner that I don't say. Yeah. A hundred percent. And there's, and I never say anything hurtful towards you. So except for right now, you're attacking my character. <laughs> it's not hurtful. You told me to yeah. shove the fifth of alcohol, which is apparently my only character trait at this I point. I said now. personality personality trait because that is that different. Don't don't mix my words up. Don't don't put words into my mouth that I have not spoken. All right. Okay, fine. Only personality trait up my ass till it goes to a different dimension and meets God. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 this is and this is this anger is being driven towards me. Why now again? It's not anger. It's concern for my fellow brethren. Okay, so what path do you see me going down? A dark, a dark one. A dark one. A dark without one? the the light, without the the white LED light of the Lord. Mm. Mm. Saving you, bringing Ian. You need to be brought back. I'm trying. I'm I'm struggling. I I have that rope, and it's and it's it's. My hands are bleeding. They're blistered. <laughs> you are escaping. You're that raft. Ian, you are that raft that is floating away. And you don't realize because it's so calm. Because but, I'm so calm but, in my drift, I don't realize I'm being sucked out of the sea. And, and you're doing and all I, you I can to that save me. I'm trying to pull you back, but I'm oh not my as strong as, as the evil ocean. As The world is the ocean. And are, you, Will, are you telling me that right that, now I'm making peace with evil? Oh You're my, and I am destroying you. You are in my power to destroy it, but I, but I and I'm am actively powerful. fighting against you. And I'm actively, actively fighting against I, you. You are, you because are I talk seventy percent of the times. Because I talk seventy yes. percent of the times. Yes. So the more I talk, the further I go into evil. Yes. So I should talk less to avoid evil. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just me and evil, Robert then. Me and Robert is, for the rest of no, the podcast. No, I never said he couldn't speak. He, it is good that he speaks, but evil is 
it's spewing out of your mouth and it is okay. it is hurtful it is disgusting i'm ashamed as as a brother in you're Christ. taking on my shame for you because yes. you're that attached I'm, to me I'm and my hurt. well-being i'm hurt. i see i see so so can you I, correct I me every every week end i go home and i pray and i repent because of the the things the vile things that i've done evil the world the worldliness that that spews out of from me. every orifice of your body really i'm leaking it you're it's like, almost like my pores are coming out of my pores. Just emphasis evil. on orifices. Orifices, yeah. Mm. <laughs> emphasis on orifices. Is okay. this a laughing matterian? I'm. <laughs> I am trying. Is this a laughing matterian. Wait. So okay. Well, then can you can you then for my own sake and so that we can maybe show the people and or me I can give myself something to listen back to as this podcast continues. Help guide me. From the ways that I'm in right now, help show me when I am per, uh, pouring out evil from all my orifices, and when I'm monopolizing conversations in an evil direction. Ian, I can only point things out to you. It is the Lord that that you need to turn to, and that can bring you back. Okay, I I okay. am merely a well, vessel. Well, for the time being, can I, you point I me am, to things? I am John in the jet desert. I don't know if that's who it is. It was on an and island. It, John in the uh, desert. John the Baptist. Oh, John the Baptist. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I think of the other John. Yeah, no, no. I am. I'm John the Baptist. I, I don't. You see, this is camel skin. Oh, I am. Where I am, I am I sipping from the nest of honey. Nectar is flowing into my mouth. I am. I am chewing the locust to just so I can. I can preach the message to to you to save just one but damn all soul. you're there for is to point me towards the light yes well then for the rest of this podcast can you try your best and i i know i shouldn't ask this from you and you shouldn't need to take this burden upon yourself and i certainly shouldn't place that burden on you but can you continuously try to point me towards the light when i start to walk the other direction my brother i will i am more than happy and, oh. and forgive forgive me for not for not pointing you toward the light constantly as a as a brother in christ i feel should. god roaring like a lion from you i feel him roar, roaring out of you he's roaring he is, Thank he is you. speaking through me. Thank you. Yes. Wow, I just, wow. Well, well. let me know. Let me know as we go forth on this journey that we're about to embark on for, called the second half of this episode. Amen. And uh, let me know where I fall short and where I could do better. Amen. Um, We're going to see what I got. I found this movie right here. It's, uh, it's called Saving Christmas. And here's the description for you. It's a Kirk Cameron movie. Are you familiar with Kirk Cameron? God bless Kirk Cameron. And, and please tell me what what do you love so much about Kirk? Kirk, enlighten me now, on Kirk now Cameron. Kirk, uh, please, Kirk. It, was that a point? <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you. Sorry, sorry. I see where my fault. My was. points are subtle, but they're there. Please, please. And I, and I just ask you that you you be open. You maybe try to be a little more sensitive to those those subtle. I will try to actually heed those things. Heed and open your ears. Because I've been hearing, but I haven't been listening. Brother, amen. Hallelujah. Kirk Cameron is a God-fearing family man who really puts the community before himself. He puts his family, the community. Selflessness, then. He puts everything. He he does not do this for, for fat stacks, as no. you and I do things. He does it for the glory of God to to preach the beautiful message of Christ, Ian. Really? So, and allow me to further point out that 
he he is saving souls. The damned are no longer <laughs> held, so held up, <laughs> held up with it with the evil that is that it has a stranglehold on their lives. He is loosening that grip. He is bringing them back. Well, well, and this, that's that's what I love. Continue. Well, this brother. movie that he's using to bring the the evil back from the dead is called saving christmas mm. and it's kirk's Christ mass yeah well well that's exactly what it's about uh, kirk's sister's annual christmas party is about to be ruined by christian ironic though that the main antagonist name is christian mm. i wonder if that's got a double meaning to reflect back on the on the the Christians of today, mm. the quote-unquote American oh, you mean, Christians. You mean the vile hypocrisy of this so-called modernistic Christianity? That just runs rampant left and right oh. in our communities, Ugh, ruining it one at a time. Well, it's about to be ruined by Christian, his brother-in-law, and Kirk realizes he has to show Christian how important Christ is to the holiday Amen. Season. Amen. Season. I know you could agree with that. I can get like mm. a couple more amens. Tristan, do you want to hit me with one? Amen. Amen. I, I, let's just play a little bit of this trailer just to amen. see if this is a movie worth recommending. And if you could point out the real truths that he's showing to us here, we don't really need the visuals, but you'll kind of get the gist from the audio. But I'll okay. show you guys. All right. The Lord. The Lord's opening. Do you ever feel like Christmas has been hijacked? Hey, uh, Robert. Just to stop, stop it right there, because sometimes the smallest words and statements can carry the most truth. Do you feel like Christmas has been hijacked? And by who, by what, and for what reason? Brother Ian, thank you so much for, for bringing that, I mean, powerful question yeah. to, to us today as a congregation. Mm. It, it really has, I feel, not I feel, I believe in my, in my, in my core, in my soul. Down to the bottom of it. Down, there and that's through the beauty and through through and through there the, the is no there is there's no bottom, no bottom. <laughs> it's, a bottom, no bottom. it's bottomless the it's only just... bottom is on my wife and wow is it a wagon anyway the only bottom is the bottom you set for yourself when you stop short amen oh <laughs> you just saluted hitler <laughs> i don't even think you meant to the look in your face as soon as you do the <laughs> saying heil Oh, that was a little slip up from from your for your more sinful days back in your youth. No, I was. I never said it was not a wild one. Bit of a radical, but it's okay. God changes. I, now I am a radical. God changes for, for Christ. Christ. Amen. Let's point up and not out. Amen. Capitalism and this this. I mean, and it. I say capitalism because you look at the rest of the country. They don't even. They don't even acknowledge Christmas. Christmas is just another day. The rest of the country? Uh, the rest of the world. The world, I see. Christmas isn't even a thing. And we are we are, we have distorted it being a, a Christian-based, a, a religious-based, Christian-based society. We have extracted the Lord's birth, hmm. which which isn't even on Christmas. Yeah. We have extracted the Lord's birth and they're trying and, to take Christ and out of capitalized Christmas? it legitimately, capitalized it so we can spend more. We have this guilt of if we don't spend, we do not love the Lord, and that is really a big, big picture. And you know what though is is uh, so so 
are you hoping that maybe in this movie that Kirk will be covering the ways that capitalism has taken over and, and if they've used Jesus as a way to sell things to other people? Do because I, that does seem like a genuine problem. Do so I, we'd hope that he'd probably I, cover that I in pray, this movie. I pray. Well, let's see from this trailer if he, if he gets into that. How's he doing? Is he okay? Oh, he's fine, really. He's just, he's just not into Christmas this year, that's all. By all the commercialism, he's watching pornography. He's oh, probably is. He's fine, really. Probably is. He's just, he's if, just not into Christmas. If there's any person that's being negative, they're just not enjoying things. They're being um, counter to the the way that everyone else is going in life. Just know that they're probably just watching porn all the time. Amen. And you should Amen. always and you should accuse them of it, and you should ask them <laughs> relentlessly if they're watching Amen. porn. And the more negative they become. The more they lean the toward more, homosexuality, the more negative. Yeah, exactly, and 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 the, which is true because here's the thing: if they start responding negatively, if they get irritated by the fact that you keep grilling them on whether or not they're watching porn, even if they keep saying no, no, I don't, whatever, that's not an issue for me. Do not let up. Amen. As the pastor, I don't remember his name, but he is my favorite pastor TJ of all Ma- time, TJ Max. Is Pastor TJ Maxx said, the guy that's this pastor. I don't have any advice for homosexuals except to put a bullet in your own head. As he said, God is not a respecter of persons, and as so, you should not be a respecter of persons. So do not respect that person's boundaries. Do not respect the fact that they're annoyed that you keep repetitively grilling them about their porn habits. Keep it up. That is what we are supposed to do. And because if they start resenting things like Christmas, could you imagine how sinful you must be to not like Christmas? Amen. Ugh. All? By all the commercialism and those who want to replace Merry Christmas with Happy Holidays mm. or oh. Season's Greetings. Ugh. The, this, what the a core of why this, this country topic. is collapsing. Right there. Is it's right happy there. Happy Holidays is why and seasons greetings. we're falling apart. Oh. Seasons, seasons greetings. greetings. I have not heard that one, brother. Please don't tell me that's a thing. That's a thing. That's a thing. I see seasons greetings oh. all over. What does this world come to? Where seasons is God greeting, in seasons? Not believing in having seventeen children. I mean, I just don't. I don't I understand don't. it. Why this can't why, birth control? Why we don't have it's, our own militias? I don't get <laughs> what this this is. What is this country coming to? I mean, think of think of as I just said, birth control. They are literally controlling your birth. Why? <laughs> Why would you? You're accepting. You're accepting authoritarianism. You're you're expect. You're you're bringing wow. in t- tyranny to your home. Do you understand this? Tyranny wow. reigns. Birth control is bringing tyranny to the home. Really, I, I didn't you can't know. Tell me this is not how every tyrannical government runs. Because birth control was, has always gonna make been a, around. I was going to make an outside point it of, wasn't, of this bit. I, you can't tell me that pastors and those types of people don't use that type of analogy. Oh, I'm 100%. Not oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. No, no, no. For sure. Amen well, they, you gotta to take, me. You got to take one thing and make it everything. That's what you because, have to do. Because the little things are everything, Ian. That's why we're failing. Oh, my goodness. I. <sighs> I just, I, give me a minute. I gotta listen to this trailer and think about what you just said. Oh, he's fine, really. Amen. He's just, he's just not into Christmas this year. That's all. By all the commercialism and those who want to replace Merry Christmas with Happy Holidays or Seasons Greetings, whatever that means. Uh, you okay? This is not what Christmas is all about. Some want to pull down every manger scene and tell us why our favorite Christmas traditions are wrong. 
Newsflash, not in the Bible. That's a pagan idol symbol. It was the winter solstice. Jesus was not born in December. It's exactly what the Druids did. It's like a carjacking, but like of our religion. And guess what? Santa got in the car, kicked Jesus out, and was like, rolling, 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 and took and just took it. Isn't it time? What do you have to say about that? I mean, isn't that I, I mean, mean, isn't that somewhat there is just so many so many points accurate points he made i mean it, that, yes. that to break down i mean first of all the romans did poison they started to poison the well by by introducing christmas into december that started with the with the late roman oh, about did it? um 12 ad oh really i okay. don't know if you knew that but i didn't that is a well, enlightened about that solid fact yes i probably would have known that if i let you talk more percentage of the time you'd have been able to get that I, fact I out at least if you allowed me to speak truth more i could tell you the the hard-hitting the accurate facts it's crazy you've gotten so biblical which is so uncommon for you typically on the podcast and i think it may have to do with the fact that you feel like i'm giving you your room to breathe and to say your piece without being cut off and you also are in the presence of red light which calms you allows you to feel like you're oh you can open up the so, blood of christ wow so so you could just really crush as a witness in the right lighting <laughs> With just the right mood lighting set in the background, LEDs at a certain light, and isn't that I'm, why I'm, those big I'm churches cut off. do I'm that? Autistic. I oh, really? You so bring you this gotta, lighting in. What about strobe? I am stalling. What about strobing? Strobing. Mm. Strobe lights. Does that help you? Hurt you? Puts me to bed. Does it? Okay. Like because you have a seizure. Um. No, because I foaming at the mouth. Have some things, some wires crossed in my mind. So the flashing helps you? Yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. I'm not a normal person. Is it from all those nights that the cops got called to your house? Yeah. Seeing the sirens yeah. out the, That's why out I the like window? blue and red. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Brings you back to a nice safe place of your childhood. Yeah. Well, because the cops protected me. Exactly. That's exactly what the Druids did. It's like a carjacking, but like of our religion. And guess what? Amen. Santa got in the car, kicked Jesus out, and was like, rolling, 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 and took and just took it. He's, Isn't he's it time somebody music. spoke up? Isn't it time? Everything you see inside there, it's all about Christmas. It's all about Jesus. Mm. Love the cinematic music. I know you love Christmas, and you want it to be all about what it's all about. This Christmas, dive headfirst into all of the joy. Gotta have a black person. The dancing. <laughs> The celebration, the feasting. The, the great part is that when the black person talks, wait until the one black character talks. Amen. <laughs> wait to hear how he does. Imagination and traditions that glorify the true reason for the season. Ooh, work, Holy Spirit. Ha! Can I get an amen? I yeah. That's how they talk. Mm. That's how their kind talks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Only that one way. They only talk like that, yep. like a, like a an older b black lady that's been in a Baptist church for forty years. I sure well, hope he's not dating a <laughs> dating a white. She better, yeah, he better not be dating a white girl. <laughs> better have a big booty black girl by his side that's there to make home cooked white, meals. It ain't right. Amen. Oh, exactly. Well, if, it is, if if it's white, it ain't right. Because you can't be, you know. Amen. Ooh, work, Holy Spirit. Ha! Can I get an amen? I see yeah. Them scales are falling off. Glory, ah, glory. Wow. <laughs> what a hokey ass. 
Glory. That feels racist yeah, in right? a Christian movie. Doesn't it kind of feel a little bit like, <laughs> like real stereotypical? Nope. That's how they the are. The one heavier set black guy character in the in the movie, he's, he's got to he's got to have every line be delivered with that energy. His one line. You're just not cultured. I mean, I guess I just don't know. And I mean, why would I question Kirk? He's only he's only got the right intentions. Amen. Well, that's a little bit of that movie, Saving Christmas, and mm. clearly there's been it touches on a lot of big uh, big things that need to be talked about. And uh, I'm glad we were able to break that down. And really, I'm glad that. Sorry, I'm glad that you were able to break that down, and I was able to be enlightened by it. So, thank you so much for being able to reach out for me. It's it's just beautiful watching my brother grow in Christ just before me. Amen. It is, Amen, Lord. Amen. Wow. wow, it's touching. It's touching. Well, I've got another another movie, another Christian movie starring Ja Rule, <laughs> and it's called "I'm in Love with a Church Girl." Oh, and here's no. the description. When a tough-minded ex-drug dealer falls for a beautiful but highly devout woman, their mutual attraction takes them both down a twisty path. And it not only has Ja Rule in it, but it also stars my favorite artist of all time, Toby Mac. And uh, and he's done a lot of great work in the Christian community. So let's just get a little bit of this trailer in there and see what it has to offer to see Ja Rule's take on falling in love with a with a Christian girl. All right. I sure hope this uh, is not interracial. <laughs> I like that your very Christian character is very racist at the same time. Very pure. No mixing of the races. As the Lord intended. <laughs> I mean, that's why Noah survived the flood, because he was racially pure. <laughs> exactly. Amen, brother. Amen, Amen brother. to that. Wow. Heavy you sarcasm. Heavy sarcasm. <laughs> Don't say not. <laughs> No, 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 no. We're not doing this movie trailer with that slant on it. It's too many options for you to do that, that it's just going to become so racist. <laughs> we'll take a new approach. Okay. Miles Montego, sitting with a real legend. All right, we're going to chop it up, celebrate a little bit, do what we do. So, hey, did you file up that package? Toby Mac. Well, just don't let money run your life, Miles. He wears what we make in a year on his wrist. This guy is the biggest drug trafficker in all of California, which is exactly why we want to nail this guy. You need to come to church with me and find yourself a good woman there. Oh, that's Vanessa. She goes to Bible study oh. every week with my wife. <laughs> what church do you attend? Right now, I'm kind of in between church. <laughs> That's such a Robert line. <laughs> you know, right now I'm kind of in between churches. <laughs> I love the choir that just comes into the background. As soon as it signifies that the Christian girl has stepped into the movie. Mm, amen. Oh, gosh. This is... Week with my wife. It's not ending. What church do you attend? Right now I'm kind of in between churches. We have been praying for a godly man for Vanessa. Are you that godly man? Hell yeah. <laughs> Good drug dealer, Vanessa. And it came at us hard. Fans all over the place, SWAT cars, guns. I think you're as dirty as sin. Would you like to tell me? Does he know? That's an insult. I think you're as dirty as sin. 
That. You're saying that to a black man? <laughs> Gosh, that racist that white cop. See, I think it's almost racist how you see the racism and everything said towards a black person. That's I'm almost racist. I'm trying to exploit all the racism I see. No more racism. No more racism. And mm-hmm. by exploiting racism is how you're <laughs> canceling it out. I love that. I love the exploitation of racism. Yours dirtiest sin, Robert. Have you ever been told that? I feel like that you might even take that as a compliment in your book in some way. May have, I may have pissed dirtier than sin, but I've never been. Yeah, that's a good. That. Oh, piss dirtier than sin. That's almost a bar. You've just had bar after bar after bar this episode. What is it? What have you been? What is different about your life? Well, we had that conversation yesterday. Yeah, and yeah. You said it should be funny. We did say that we should. Hey, we should do a funny podcast this week. Yep. And so we just decided to. That's it. And now we're doing it. I can carry it. And now it. you could just bar you up. Just tell me to do something, and I, I mean, do you it. genuinely are in a lot of ways carrying this episode. I am. Good on you. So appreciate. You it. Tell me to be here. You tell me to be here at five thirty. I'm here at five fifteen. You tell me to be funny. I'm gonna crush it. <sighs> Amen and hallelujah. Wow. 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 Powerful. Powerful. Well, I don't want to give away too much of that. You guys go watch the trailer for yourself. But if you want to, if you've always wanted to see Ja Rule become act his chops off, a God fearing actor, because he's so good at rapping that he should take on acting. And uh, he's gonna the story of a drug dealer coming to Christ because Mm -hmm. of Vanessa, the church going girl. Amen. Choir in the background. Damn. Well, I've got one more just uh, steamy ass. movie that's it's a bit biblical may i stop you right there and i know where we are we are all we have all fallen short of the glory of god ian of course of course but the, the language that the ass oh my you, god i just it it hurts i'm sorry it hurts my soul really to hear so if I, and you know, and to I, use I it get so it. flippantly. I, I am not perfect, neither are you. But yeah. but please, brother, no, 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 watch no, no, no. what you say, I, I especially to, in the house of the Lord. I need to strive forward, especially with the congregation. I need Amen. to strive Amen. forward. I need to strive on and keep as much as I know I will fail. I need to put those failures to the side and and keep trying to better myself. And and I, I'm sorry that it's so well grounded in my vocabulary, just from years in my life being wrong. So I'll try to adjust that as the podcast goes on. But this movie is called The Trump Prophecy. And it's exactly what you think it is. Um, You mean the greatest man alive? A prophecy about him. Mary Colbert hears Mark Taylor's message about God and starts a natural prayer movement. That's all you get from the bio. So you don't wow. really know what's happening. A it's a little bit. It's a, a tease. tease. It's a tease. It's, you can, it's, like, it's like opening the front, the first page of your Bible and just that. You know, just the, the couple paragraphs. You're like, just really just it's enough to kind of get you interested, that. but it's, it's yeah. you're like, okay, what is this? I need to dig deeper. Well, the yeah. trailer will help us uh, Can't wait to dive open our those eyes 40, a little more. 54 books. I, I don't know. I don't know how many there are. I think it's like 60-something. Is it 60-something? I, th- I thought it was in the 50s. Maybe I, I'm wrong. I might just be just cracking on, just dead Tristan, on. Tristan, Tristan, look it up and see if Robert's cracking on. Because he's been on fire this whole episode. I wouldn't be surprised. Here we go. The Trump Prophecy. My job as a fireman was to react calmly. 66. Ah. I was you on fire. feelings about it. I'll get you killed. In my work, I've seen everything. 
But what I saw last night scared me so much. Surprise! Based on an incredible true story. Nobody knew what PTSD was. Lord, I need you to heal him. I'm done. One man's journey to healing it all. It's a little scary. I have very graphic dreams. Sometimes I think it's God talking to me. Dreams are important. They can give us a window to what's going on inside. It's your subconscious. I got this one in 2011. The Commander-in-Chief Prophecy? Right there. That's the catcher. The wow. Commander-in-Chief Prophecy. The Jeez. dream he had in 2011. And he had it written down, which is just weird that he had the dream written down on a book from 2011 that he had. And... And, uh, and yeah, he is prophesying from a dream because it's it's not just your subconscious thoughts, you know. Coming back. And if it is, what subconscious thoughts are you having that you dream about trumping the president in 2011? What are you thinking about? He's probably just watched The Apprentice a bunch. He probably just watches every episode of The Apprentice so he knows Trump well and had a dream where something happened politically that involved Trump. Amen. And and so, but should we... Should we should we not take this seriously? Should we write this off? Are you, are you saying we should not no. take the Lord and Trump seriously? No, you, I'm saying are you, that no. dream could have been from God. That's what I'm saying. The, should we the Lord's just president? Because, just the Lord's be, candidate. Just because dreams come from your subconscious, should we write off somebody having a dream about Trump, or should we take that? Should we? How take seriously at, should at, we take that? As serious as it comes. As, as serious as, as you can. Oh, wow. Okay. So get act on it immediately. Mm, get let's active. see let's see what happens. This dream it. of Trump, the move the thing just had the title screen and it said it it began a um a movement of prayer across the country. Amen. And I mean who wouldn't you want for the new Christian revival than Trump to lead it? True. I can't think of a single person that'd be more capable and more of a great reflection of who Jesus would be than Trump. When I think of how would Jesus handle being president, Trump. And like I like I said, and that's how I know, know he's his candidate, the Lord's candidate. Exactly. exactly. That's how you know. If you're going against and Trump, you're going against God. Country, oh, 100%. 100%. God is telling us to pray for our country, its leadership, and those in authority over us. That's what we need to do. They're going at him tooth and claw. Tooth and claw. I don't think that's how that is. <laughs> Western Pacific Press. This headline says Trump may be the ultimate biggest loser. <laughs> I want to see the other headline. God is telling us to pray for our country, its leadership, and those in authority over us. That's what we need to do. They're Trump. Chances of winning equals zero. <laughs> Those are the headlines that they wrote up for this fake ass bars, uh, dude. It's clearly fake because it's clearly photoshopped because all the words on the on the uh, actual like article yeah. are not even in English. <laughs> Doesn't matter though. And the best, the best headline they could come up with was Trump chances of winning equals zero, and um, Trump may be the ultimate biggest loser. Wow, 
Wow. What if I'm wrong? <laughs> and both articles are exactly the same articles in the different language. <laughs> exactly the same. Ian, they start the same. Brother Ian, you're reading into this too far. Just no, I'm just, it, just I, I'm it. actually just reading it. <laughs> that's <laughs> actually what I'm doing. Well, and that's that's where you're And that's wrong. too far. Yeah. My bad, my bad. God is telling us to pray Face for value from here on out. Leadership. We don't read, we only listen to the, the preacher. To do. Hmm. They're going at him tooth and claw. What if I'm wrong? If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, wise. then will I hear from heaven and heal their land. The Trump prophecy. Bars. Wow. Screening in select cinemas nationwide October and October 2nd and 4th only. Only in the Bible Belt. <laughs> the West Coast is not seeing that shit. <laughs> I like that they, it's called the Bible Belt. They use that belt to whip slaves. <laughs> <laughs> As they should. Amen. Yeah. As God would have wanted it. As God intended. Gosh, so that's just a few bit of uh, the Christian cinema that's out there. And and I feel like we really were able to break those things down and see. So out of those movies, which one are you the most excited to see? Because clearly after seeing that, you're going to mm. see them all. But what yeah. one are you the most hyped for? Is it Saving Christmas? Trump prophecy or the Jaw Rule Toby Mac drug dealer mm, movie? I'd say probably uh, the Jaw Rule Toby Mac movie. I mean, you know, really? Christmas mm-hmm. gives me severe PTSD due to um, Santa Claus touching me in my sleep. Really? Are you sure it's not due to your extreme porn addiction you probably have? Because anyone that doesn't How like Christmas watches a lot you? of porn. Actually, I didn't say I actually, don't like it. Actually, it's tough for me. Yeah, it's tough for you because you're stroking off every no, other minute, Robert. No, 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 no. no, no. no God is no. not a respecter of persons, neither am I. So you shut up and you listen to me berate you about porn for the next 30 minutes, Robert. <laughs> no. Show me your browser history or I will call you a queer for the I'll next show, year. I'll show you. I also have DuckDuckGo, so... It doesn't exist. Oh, you have DuckDuckGo, so you're really watching <laughs> the porn. Then you want all the stuff that's not allowed on the show. You're that's a not, porno that freak. That is not true. I you just do not touch the porno. Trust, trust the government, freak. okay? I'm not. How dare you? I read my Bible three times a day, and you jerk off five. <laughs> no, I, I do not touch myself. <laughs> I'm not married. I cannot touch when myself yet. When you pee, you don't. You just flip it over the waistband yeah. and let it hang. Oh gosh. How dare you? I don't know you. if I can fully trust you, but you have shown yourself to be a pretty wi- pretty wise, well-grounded person over this episode. Actually, so. when Robert pees, he uses the underwear hole. Oh, I bet he does. He mm-hmm. unzips it, tucks out the zipper. Doesn't everyone? Because uh, it's too close to nudity that isn't around just your Amen. wife. Amen. Yeah. Amen. We don't want that. We don't want that at all. Amen. Uh, you got anything else? We got some church reviews. Do you have any of those? Mm. You want to go through a few? We have them. Might as well just read a few off. Hmm. Mm. 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 Robert was not ready to read off church reviews. <laughs> I was not. Um, I found a couple. I got a few. I got a great a couple great clips while we're still being sarcastic as hell. Um, uplifting music that comes from from worship. Worship music is such a touching thing. It can move people to joy to uh repentance to to fear to sadness it can mm. do so much for so many people and hit you in different places at the right time it's just a matter of whether or not you're willing to let your life be touched by that uh worship song at the time that's being played at your church and so i've got a few clips of um maybe worship done 
maybe not quite right. Mm. Take away from that experience. Let me pull these up real fast. Okay, here's a video. It's of this smaller worship team leading worship, and uh, the drummer just kind of starts doing his own thing. Just uh, out of nowhere, he really takes the song into his own hands for for a second or two, mm. and uh, I'll let you guys get a get a taste of that real fast. Just learned how to play the drums. <laughs> no, he, he, he just he just learned. No, no, he's been playing drums for years, but he's just been playing it with his headphones in, listening mm-hmm. to like rock music. And this is the first time he's played with people before, mm-hmm. and he's going ham on. He's it. learning every time he gets behind there. He just he he feels like he's in his zone. Like he walks back there with a certain swaggy confidence mm-hmm. of just like that's not yeah, the only thing. This he is gets my behind. thing. I like to I like to yeah. He, he also gets behind. Um, I don't know messianic. I don't know rituals wow he gets by messianic rituals really i i, messianic, I didn't draw yeah. that from this video but you you have a better vision than i i am more connected than i <laughs> dude's like a spaz a complete spaz on the set um i got these two other ones real fast that i saw let me take it find those Amen. Father God, I just the Lord giveth, Lord the Lord taketh away. Take away. Amen. And you know they took away Speaking Brother John three and a half weeks ago, and we still, Lord, we still haven't got over it, Lord. But you, Lord, you. You know best, Lord. We we trust you. We praise you, Lord. Can someone shut the fuck up with that trumpet, Lord? And Lord, we ask that you open our hearts, Lord. Hey, can we can we can we cut him off, Lord? Come into our souls, Lord. Let us let us spread your gospel throughout the week. Let us not be hypocrites, Lord. Let us let us go forth. Let us let us conquer this evil world. Could you get him to shut the fuck up? I swear to God. Lord, Lord, we all are sinners, Lord. We need you. We need you. Please shut the fuck up. You really felt that one. You really got into that one. Or, you got the you got the rage behind it. I, but here's the thing: I don't think the pastor. I think the pastor might say that they might just fire him behind his back. I don't know if they'd say that in the mic. Maybe you have to have some production team people oh, yelling in the background. Going off her. That's how you would handle it. That's I would love it. to see you pastor a church. I think I would. Uh, given today, I think I would absolutely kill. I it. I think you would. It would be a slapper. That, that church would be banging, and I would be there for sure. Mm, that's what we need to do. <laughs> to preach a sermon to a congregation at some point in time. <laughs> this dude just doesn't not be out of key till the very end. Play the last little bit of it. Hallelujah, amen. 
Here's another drummer going ham. For I am your I'm yours, Lord. And you Get the hands swaying. I am yours, Lord. <laughs> wow, this is this is a lot. This, this is a bit much, actually. God, I, I, maybe we could just slow it, the tempo just down a little bit would be great. Okay, thank wow. you. This bitch off key again, Lord. <laughs> Lord, I'm praying for. I'm praying. Uh, I'm praying for that Stacey, you could just Lord. learn how to hold a note, God. I pray, I pray that you would keep my 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 anger in check. Please just 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 teach her just how body to just this be hoe, in Lord. Key. Body this hoe. <laughs> uh, do we have anything song, that's been on yeah. anyone's mind this last oh. week? Other than uh, what we talked about for our week and things like that, I haven't anything that's been too except for the just. I think we already kind of covered what's been going on. You know, I've just. What's been on my mind is just seeing your mom lately. Really? I haven't seen her for a while. For huh? a minute, so I just, you know. I mean, she saw you doing a little ASMR last week. Facts. So that that Mars. was something. Yeah. That was a little well, moment well, between well, the two of you. A little treat for Gotta her. Gotta hear what it sounds like when you whisper. Yeah. A whisper well, is always. It's erotic. The first time hearing someone whisper, what does that do to, to another person? It allows blood to flow to Other correct places, regions. To yes. Correct regions. Yeah. It's a good point. I it's like, like that. I it's like, like that. oil. It's a bit more intimacy. A bit it's a more. little bit more intimacy. Amen. Some Amen. people, you draw them in with the quietness of the voice. That's true. Hey, I want to tell you something real fast. And, it, and it's soft and it's it's soothing. It's supple. Someone say supple. Amen. 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 You've got Amen. a good whisper voice. You I don't know. think I quite got a good whisper voice, but we'll keep going. I, well, I don't know. I, don't, I just know how to whisper, I guess. Amen. Amen. you got a good whisper voice, too. Hey, it's okay. I think I should be dynamic when I whisper. That's true. I'm just more calm. I think you are much more calming than I am. Hundred yeah. percent. I think when, when I do it, everything's okay. Your monotoneness plays well to the calmingness with the whisper. Okay. For me, it's yeah. stable, like like me. You're whenever, whenever, yeah, it's. I feel like whenever I whisper, it's the same dynamic as if like we were. I was. Uh, we were both going to the bank to withdraw money. Yeah. And the bank got held hostage, yeah. and the guys just wandering around with the gun aimlessly. And we're sitting there with our shoes off, with our hands folded in our lap, and I'm freaking out. And I'm trying to whisper, tell you everything that's on my mind. That's what make, my whisper is like. And you just saw me get hit in the back of the head. With the, yeah, with the and I'm freaking out. But you're still calmer than me, even though you just got bludgeoned. And you're you're whispering in a very smooth, calm, yeah. nice medium pace, exactly. and you're helping me calm me down. Exactly. It's a very beautiful dynamic that Amen. we have. Wow. Yeah. On that note, do you have a song you want to close it out on, Robert? Sure do. Really? All right. Let me hear this. Let me hear this bad boy. It's uh, called Drip or Damp. Drip or Drown. By Gunna? Gunna. All right. Wow. What a switch to the rest yeah. of the episode. Yeah. Two Benzes, one Bentley, Coupe, and two Beamers. Think I'm a seamstress. I stay in the cleaners. Two K my sweatsuit. I walk with demeanor. Sipping on Lincoln. You tell me who Lena. Show me the pics of your whole. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the podcast. I like your bitch because a pussy little bitch. Robert. Made the whole come with two rings on my fingers. Crocodile season. My cousin's little lady. Give me shipping packs. Yo. It's a fact. You finna get shot. Making like a fool. Yo. 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 At least I'm a fool. Sick on my brother. He stayed with the tool. If you won't pop it, boy. Pass it to twine, flipping your We're 
Like a pussy upon Feel like a swallow and in it Don't want y'all been an artist But not rap or I can't But these new niggas I am not too fond My bitch a fair She walk with a wand Jabin's my brother If I thought he scuffled That's not a joke That boy can't wait to tussle Take nine no tussin These stripper hoes bustin Lustin I love when my garbage Keep buzzin uh. I got what grain in my dummy up off Cool quarter million My go yard duffin I win the game So you still got a shuffle Born with the drippin', just learn how to hustle. Look at your bitch through the deal by folks. Cause I get me some hands, she been that shit over. They say Lily, I been looking like dollars. Pinch out how waters I dress like a golfer. We riding foreigns, ain't no more impossible.